Don't you just love the summertime in the UK? Normally you're supposed to get lovely weather, which we did for a little while. But now I look outside and it looks like a, a blizzard or a storm in the middle of October, early November. Oh well, it was good while it lasted. Once again, to another episode of the Moor Army Podcast. How you doing? I I am looking at this window this morning here as I'm sitting here this morning with my morning coffee and my bottle of water as I always do on a Tuesday morning. And I look out the window and all I see is dark clouds, miserable rain. And I'm thinking to myself, it's supposed to be the fucking summer. Now we did get a lovely bit of sunshine there for a while, but I think that's our summer over. Nightmare. Sure, anyway. <laughs> Try and stay positive. Try and create a negative and be a positive. But anyway, good morning. How you all doing out there? Welcome back to the programme for another episode of the craziness that's called the Moor Army Podcast. Hi, has, has your weekend been since the last time I spoke to you? I've had a pretty alright weekend, to be quite honest with you. So the, now I did say these on, on Friday's po- or Thursday's podcast, or was it Friday? I think I dropped it on Friday. I dropped it on Friday. That I was supposed to go away last weekend, but that didn't happen. Cir- circumstances beyond my control took that away from me, which I wasn't happy about. But sure, what can you do? But anyway, I'm back for an hour week of it. I'm sat here this morning again, once again, with very little sleep. Here's the thing though, even though it's raining and miserable and gloomy, See, at night time trying to sleep in this fucking hay, it's an absolute nightmare. But I'm sure after two or three cups of coffee, I'll be fine. But i got loads to talk about today, loads to talk about today. So I have, the world's going bonkers, what's usual. I'm sick of fucking talking about the world going bonkers in this podcast, but sure. But anyway, yes guys, how you all doing? Hope you're all keeping well out there. Thank you for spe- uh, getting in touch with me over the weekend as well, because I opened up the emails and stuff last night to have a wee quick Jeffy juke through them all. Before I sat down here this morning to record the podcast, as I always do. And some interesting questions from you guys. Some of you were sending me stuff, um, photographs included what you've been up to. Um, enjoying the nice weather in some parts of the UK. And some of you have been abroad as well, which is great to see. Um, as we speak here this morning, um, mum and dad are currently out of the UK. Well, out of Northern Ireland, should we say. They're currently in Edinburgh, which I'm going to talk about shortly, because one of the subjects I want to talk about today is hotels and false advertising. But before I go into any more on the podcast today, let's go through the old housekeeping I like to do here every week here on the podcast. So anyway, yes, if you're new to the Murray Army podcast, or if you're a regular listener, um, and you'd like to get in touch with us here on the program, which a lot of you do, um, you can contact me by the following methods. Do you hence the sarcasm in my voice this morning? I'm trying to wake myself up and steadily get ready for the rant and rave that I always do here on the podcast because there's things that I want to rant about today. But sure, <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us here at the program or the podcast, 
uh, you can do with the following methods. First of all, the email address, which is moorarmypodcast at yahoo.com. Also, you can contact me on Facebook, which is the Moor Army YouTube channel Facebook page, which is Moor Army YouTube. Please, for the love of Pete, drop a like on the, on the page for me. Share it with your friends. I'd appreciate it. Contact me on Instagram, which is official Matthew Moore on Instagram. Um, and also, as of yesterday, finally we've got to get some of those new merch out. There's more coming out actually in the next day or two. Uh, we released some new merchandise yesterday on the website, which uh, is moorarmy.co.uk, which you can get all your new t-shirts, new logos, new podcast t-shirt as well, guys. must say I'm quite impressed with the logo. And yes... People were mailing me last night on Instagram saying they love Lewis's new t-shirt. Yes, we launched a new t-shirt for Lewis. Um, if you're a regular follower of the YouTube videos, people piss themselves laughing because Lewis has come through this phase at the minute where we even put videos, a video from an EasyJet plane where he was doing it and also in the middle of the Millennium Stadium or Principality Stadium in Cardiff in front of like 70,000 people he was doing it. Lewis tends to go around and if you say something to him or ask him to do something, he would look at you and do this wee snarky Belfast accent and go, Orba! <laughs> so, that's a slang term for Northern Ireland. Instead of saying, or what, you say, Orba. So we released an Orba t-shirt, which I've ordered one for Lewis to come from the supplier, which hopefully should be here before Friday. Which I hope, because we want to work when we go to London at the weekend. So, yeah, an Orwa t-shirt, new Moore Army t-shirts, uh, tank tops for the summer too, and also podcast t-shirts for men, women, and children. So you can obviously get your t-shirts in for all your needs. We're releasing more in the next maybe 24 to 48 hours. They are starting to drop now, finally. So you can go on to the website, guys, there. You can check out all the previous vlogs from the YouTube channels. You can check out all the different stuff on there, and more it's moorarmy.co.uk or what <laughs> anyway that or what t-shirt looks actually really good go to my instagram guys to see the photographs oh dear whatever it was released on the, on the website yesterday i showed it to brooke and brooke looked at me and went oh my god dad seriously or what i know it's just a typical northern ireland saying but anyway yes what have i been up to over the weekend <laughs> Honestly, very little. Um, I, I was supposed to go away on Saturday. It didn't happen. It got cancelled at the last minute. Um, I had mum and dad around at the weekend for a little bit. Uh, what else have I been up to? Not very much, to be quite honest with you. But I want to talk about, the, the, before going to all the subjects at hand, because i got loads to talk about today and more to laugh about and stuff and whatnot. Usual news and gossip was going on in the world and stuff, so... And I'm going to be getting into a lot of your emails and questions at the end of the podcast, as I always do. But here's the thing. I want to tell you a wee story about this here. Mum and Dad are currently sitting in Edinburgh as we speak, right? And this is what fucking pisses me off. Now, I've been quite lucky. When I, when I, You all know, guys, I travel quite a bit. I go to Liverpool quite a lot for football games. And I've been to, like, Manchester, Blackpool. I've been to Cardiff. You know, all different places. And... and, and, and in the future, I'm going to be going to the likes of the United States again, which I haven't been to in years. You know, I love going away on wee trips, you know, and finding wee spots to go and stay. If you watch my, my, my vlogs, you'll see I stay in quite a lot of different wee places and stuff. And especially when I go to football and you always get nice wee apartments and wee, wee rooms for the night and stuff, which is obviously never hardly an issue for me. But, 
you know what it's like sometimes when you go on the websites like TripAdvisor, Booking.com and stuff like that, you know, our websites are available, of course, I'm not giving them any fucking advertising here, like, but you know what I mean? And you find these different places and you look at it and you go, oh, that looks quite nice. You know, looks pretty decent. And, you know, you, you book it and stuff and then when you arrive there, it's not even half of what you expect. It's either a million times fucking worse or it could sometimes be better. And that's in the case of my parents. So it is. Um, it, a good while back there, mum and dad were like, you know, we've always wanted to go to Edinburgh. Just to see what it's like. And I, I've always wanted to go to Edinburgh because Edinburgh looks amazing. It looks like a beautiful a beautiful place to go. Especially with all the different sites and things you can do in Edinburgh. And like the Edinburgh Castle and all these different places. And I said, well, are you sure you want to go now? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll pick flights and... You know, we'll go on to the booking.com and we'll, we'll book a wee, um, like an apartment stroke, masonet place, whatever, for just me and your dad. This is mum, by the way. And I'm kind of like, yeah, no problem, dead on mum. She, you know, you know, I, I use booking.com. I got an account with them. You know, the more you use them, they call a thing called this Genie Points or something's called, and you build up discounts and stuff like that there. So I, because I use it all the time for Liverpool games and flying back and forth. Remember, I've used it again for us to go to London this weekend and stuff. So I was just like, literally, but on says, Mum, look, listen, here's the different places you can go. And from the, the lowest price to the highest price. And some of the places were, you know what it's like in cities like that. It's fucking extortionate. And you're thinking, Mum and Dad can't afford that. So anyway, we found this little place. And I said to Mum and Dad, you know, I was like, look, listen, here's a wee spot here. What do you think? Now, when you go onto, onto that website and you see like a location, like it's a hotel or whatever. They always give you photographs of the whole, every photograph on an opening like advertisement. So you can check through all the different, what all the rooms look like, the facilities and whatever else. So I was like, okay, but whenever you actually go in to select what you want, say for example, if you've got a family, you book a family room or you're looking for a, I don't know, like a big expensive hotel, say a honeymoon suite or an apartment or a two bedroom apartment or whatever it is you're booking. When you click on that there, Pacific what you want because it says on the thing select your options so you click on that and it tells you what's available whether it be a single room double room whatever and I come up here that this wee thing was available where you know you had like your 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 big bathroom your your bed TV on the wall mini kitchen and all it's like a wee small mini apartment type thing and I was like, Mum, what do you think of that? And Mum's like, oh, that looks lovely. Look at that. Or, it looks really nice. And Dad's looking through the pictures of it too and as well. And he's like, yeah, 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 cool. Sounds good. Much as that. And I told him, we were like, fuck, that's okay. We'll, we'll go ahead and book that. Now, this property had options where you could have, like, just a room with a double bed and a bathroom. Just basic somewhere just to put your head down for the night. Options were single beds. There's obviously options for bigger, like, apartment things for, like, groups of people and whatever else. So... Look at mum, obviously one that suits them, suits them well. And obviously somewhere for dad, they're relaxed as well and make sure the room's well ventilated and all form as well. Because you know yourself, guys, over the last couple of months, he's recovering from a fucking heart attack and he sort of wants to go away and relax and switch off and stuff like that. And plus this trip was part of their wee anniversary celebration. You know what I mean? Because if you watch my vlogs, guys, regularly over the last couple of years, you've watched back, I mean, even their, their 40th wedding anniversary, they couldn't celebrate them because it was during that first stupid fucking lockdown shit, you know, where we all had to stay away from each other. So the, we go back and watch the video, you see me turn up in their garden and have to stand fucking donkeys away from them and, like, set their presents down and walk away from them. Like, I don't know why the hell we were doing that. He should have just walked over and gave it to them anyway. But anyway, 
So anyway, yes, that, that's all good in the hood. Booked it all for them and everything was all happy and mum and dad were pleased enough with it and all. And as time was getting closer to the trip, they kept coming around and saying, can I have a look at that wee thing you booked for us again? And I'm like, yes, there's your, room, there's your options there. That's the one you booked there because it's obviously the way it's advertised on booking.com. So the only places, we'll talk about more about the apartment or the place they're staying in just to be second, but they booked their flight and stuff like that, which we got it really, really good. And from, from Belfast here in Northern Ireland, the only place to fly to Edinburgh is Ryanair Airlines. Now, we normally fly with EasyJet quite a bit because I fly with EasyJet all the time. I'm basically in the off them bloody planes, but booked it with Ryanair and I haven't flown with Ryanair in ages now. I'm flying with Ryanair this weekend, so... Should be fun. But anyway, yes. Um, so we got their flights and all booked around and stuff. And obviously every airline's different with their different policies and stuff. So that was all booked and all forever. And I told mum, look, listen, you're going to take a wee small carry-on. There's a small stories thing under your seat um, for each individual person. On, and the upper, bigger locker, uh, cabin things above your head is for the bigger cases. That's what it states on the website. So mum was like, nah, it's a bit strange, but I'll do it. Screw it. So anyway... This story gets fucking funnier, trust me. So off they went yesterday morning. Up at stupid clock. Up at stupid o'clock. Sorry, they come around here on Sunday, first of all. They asked to see where they were staying again. They wanted me to pick their car into the car park. They wanted to do all the different things. So everything was organised. And then I got an email on the booking.com account to make sure to check them in. And it was like, cool, not a problem. Dad, give us your ID. You have to show your ID to them and stuff. So Dad showed his ID, put all the details in. They ask for a security. Some hotels, as you probably know, guys, that ask you for security deposits. No, in case you like destroy the property, or whatever, you get it back. Obviously, there's no issues there. Like, but that was all sorted. Like, I I done that all for them. Filled all their fucking details in. Everything was sweet as a nut. And off they went next yesterday morning. So I was obviously still in bed when their flight took off, and I got up for. To start my day and whatever else, and I never heard nothing from them. I thought, oh, we're having a good time. And <laughs> my phone rings nine thirty in the morning. Mum and dad are standing in the middle of Edinburgh pulling their fucking hair out, even though my dad hasn't got any bloody hair. Like, but anyway, <laughs> and I was like, "What's wrong?" She says, "We're we're lost. We don't know where we are." I was like, "What do you mean you're lost? Like Edinburgh's like." <laughs> Everything that's in Edinburgh is in it. And where your stands, like literally a seven minute walk away from the city centre. Oh, I don't know where the hell we are. We're lost. I'm stuck. And I'm like, what do you mean you're lost? What happened? She says, they got on, we got on the flight and it was a fucking nightmare. And then we come off the flight and we got the bus into the city centre. Then we had to get another bus. I mean, another bus? I mean, it states from your, from your address where you're staying to the city centre of Edinburgh is a seven minute walk. Oh, but we decided to get a bus instead. And I thought, okay, not a problem. So they're walking up. <laughs> where are we? I mean, I don't know where the fuck you are. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? I'm sitting in Northern Ireland. You're in, in standing in the middle of the end. I don't know what street you're standing. Well, we're standing there. So she starts telling what street she's standing in. So I'm on my laptop working away and stuff. And I opens up Google Maps. And I'm looking through the different things for Like, this is the thing about my parents. They can be a fucking nightmare when they're away on holiday. Trust me, they're an absolute nightmare. This is why they don't travel, they've never ever travelled abroad. I hate to see them abroad. Like, seriously, they'll be fucking ringing me every 30 seconds, pulling their hair out. And mum's a big warrior as she is. But anyway, to continue on with a quick story here. <laughs> so anyway, they get there, 
And I'm telling her, right, what street are you standing at? Right, you have to walk up so many yards to the street, turn right, and whatever. And her and my dad are standing there. I think my dad's actually ready for fucking killing her because he's like, will you shut up? I'm trying to figure out where I am and all. And the tumor's... And I was like, right. So the next minute I heard mum saying, was, we'll ring you back in a minute. We've just stopped the policeman here for help. So I'm like, right, no problem. Mum dead on. Happy day. Sounds good. Off she went. So I get home, back to work on my laptop, whatever it wasn't. Working away in about... 40 minutes later, my phone rings again. I'm thinking, oh, fuck, here we go again. So I picks the phone up. Hello, Mum. It was Dad on the phone. Oh, sorry, it was Mum, sorry, first of all. She was like, oh, yeah, we found it. And I was like, right, okay. So the policeman helped you, and she went, oh, my God, she says, you wouldn't believe it. And I'm going, right, okay, what is it now? More stress. We actually walked past the building twice when we were walking up the road, when we got lost. And I went, fuck me. I was like, how the hell did you get lost? And she went, oh, the number in the front was really small. And my dad, my dad turned around and says, well, you think you'd fucking see whenever people stand outside with their suitcases when they're leaving? And I didn't even think about checking the front of the building to see the sign or the number. And oh, it was too small, the number too small in the front. No, anyway, I was just like, right, get inside and get booked in. So the way they went, phone rings again. Dad's like, oh, I, I, I told the guy you picked our cases, Nolan, to be stored by before we can do our check-in at 2 o'clock and stuff. And I was like, yes, I don't know yesterday. And I put my details in Nolan in case there's a charge for the security deposit. No, there won't be because mum and dad are not party animals and the mum's OCD as hell. She'll probably end up cleaning the place before she leaves. Um, <laughs> her perfect job will probably be cleaning the hotel because she's always cleaning and they put the guy onto the phone to me and he was like, yeah, it's not showing up on our system at our end. You know, the, the bags were booked in and stuff, but we can do it now. And I thought, not a problem. All sorted out. Had a chat with him. Spoke away to him. He seemed a nice fellow. He was actually a fellow from, from Southern Ireland, Republic of Ireland, because he had a Southern accent. And we were just chatting away and he was like, that's it all sorted. Everything's all booked in. I asked him about the security deposit and he was like, look, listen, don't worry about that, he says, because your mum and dad, I can see your... They're in their 60s and they're not party animals and they're not going to wreck the place and whatever, so we can forget about that. And I was like, okay, cool. Happy days, no problem. All sorted. So I went on the phone to Dad. He gave the phone back to me and I was like, right, Dad, I'll speak to you later. Okay, son, see you later. Bye-bye. I thought, that's absolutely fine. They're all checked in. They're going to be... This was about 10 o'clock in the morning, so Mum and Dad were like, right, we're going to head back into town, get some, get something to eat and go around maybe a couple of the shopping centres, have a patter about Edinburgh and see, you know, for three or four hours and then come back and check in. So I thought, right, okay, cool. Everything's all good in the hood and away they go. And it was about half two, quarter to three yesterday. My phone rings again. You know where this is going, don't you? And I was like, okay, here we go. Picks up the phone. This place is a fucking disgrace. You should, this is my dad, by the way. As you, if you're a regular watcher of my YouTube videos, the amount of bad language dads use, I have to blurb it out, and it's unbelievable. The earlier videos, back in the earlier days, was different, but now YouTube, with their new policies, you have to like try and cut the language down, but dad's obviously saying that there. Like, I'm swearing right now here on YouTube, but this is a podcast. This is not an actual video. But anyway, do subscribe to the YouTube channel, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast on YouTube. <laughs> anyway... Dad's fucking blowing his lid. This is a fucking nightmare. 
you told us this, you taught me, whoa, whoa, what the fuck? And they were like, you told us it was this and that, and we get in here and they put us in this wee fucking room and there's no TV and there's no towels and there's no this and no that, and they're trying to charge us for towels and they're trying to charge us for this and that, and, you know, the wee kitchen thing that we bricked in that room's not even fucking here, it's just a desk with nothing and one chair in the corner and... If we want to go and eat food, we got to go and sit in a public area downstairs and the bed's fucking crap and the bathroom you couldn't swing a cat in. Everything's just all a fucking disaster. And I'm going, okay, have you been down the stairs to speak to the person in charge and say to them, look, listen, you've put me in the wrong place here. This is what I booked. He says, I'll go down and see him now. So he rang me first to rant and rave at me first, then he went downstairs to fucking speak to them. So anyway, <laughs> he goes off anyway, and he comes back up again, another phone call. That fucking bastard down there couldn't give a shit, no, ranting and raving. So I'm like, right, listen, I have his details here. I will email him the information from the booking, the part, the actual thing that you booked, you know, whether whatever type of room or mason net, whatever the fuck it is, anyway, they call them, or mini apartment or whatever. I will email him with screenshots of the booking on booking.com along with a firm email attach my phone number and I will also, if he doesn't reply within an hour or so, I will ring him personally. Right, right, okay, okay. There's not much more I can do because I'm not even in the fucking country. I'm over here. So I go off and go onto my laptop, go onto booking.com, take screenshots of the booking reference number and the type of place that he booked and blah, 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 blah. Send it off. My parents have no fucking patience, by the way. I know I can have no patience at the time, but my good God almighty, my mother's all worse for patience, like seriously. So away they went, and I says, I right, that'll do it for you now, away they went. So I don't, sent it all over to them, and then they must have been back out again for a bit, and they came back, and a couple of hours later they phoned me again. I went down and spoke to him again, and he, he was a cheeky bastard, there was a different person there this time, and he was a cheeky bastard to me, and I said to him, and they're trying to charge us to book, use towels, and they're trying to, there's not, there's not even an iron board or nothing in the room, and it's a fucking nightmare, and we booked a different thing and all, and I was like, right, okay, 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 I mean, dad, listen, there's nothing, I, even after they didn't apply to me for the hours at first original email, I did try to ring them twice, and there was no answer. This is the number I had through the booking.com app for the, for that facility. And I rang it twice. My dad, listen, I've done everything I can. I says, what do you want me to do? Go to the airport now, fly over to you and come over and just kick his ass in the front recession and drop kick him down the road because he didn't put you in the right place. Dad, I've done everything I can. I've tried to phone them twice. I've sent them emails. I've sent them screenshots. I'll go and do it again. Uh, and Brooke was standing beside me when I was on the phone with mom and dad. And Brooke's like, my God, seriously, Dad. I mean, Brooker's nothing I can do. Why am I, am I getting the blame for this? So again, after I got off the phone again, I had to send more freaking emails again, only this time it was a bit more firm, saying, look, listen, you're falsely advertising here what they're supposed to be staying in, but when they got there, it was completely different, and you're trying to charge them for this and that, and, you know, it, it, it doesn't suit what we booked. You know, you shouldn't be advertising one thing, and it's like giving us something different. And as of we record this podcast this morning, I have heard nothing back from them. I rang mum and dad back last night on a video call at about nine o'clock just to see what they were doing. And if dad had her, dad would have pulled his fucking hair out and then he'd been going nuts. Mum was going bonkers as well. And I was like, well, why don't you just use it as somewhere to just sleep? 
and go out all day and all night. But then mum and dad go out at stupid o'clock in the morning. You know, they'd be leaving there this morning at about fucking like half seven, eight o'clock in the morning. And they're out all day till about three or four and then they come back and they're busted. And I'm like, well, what about going to even out at night time? Go out at night? Like, go out for dinner? Go out somewhere? Go and see a show? You know, go and see something at night? But talking to them is like talking to a brick wall. They like to be in the hotel or apartment at night time, chilling out and all, but it's just not like me because when I go away at night time, I go and see shows and go out to different things and whatever else. And honestly, I know obviously it's not their fault. It's not my fault. But the moral of this story is just be careful when you're online booking stuff, guys, because this has been a whole big clusterfuck. And obviously I'm not happy about it because I know what I booked with this this company um, and you're probably going to say like what's the name of the place I'm not going to tell you the name of the place because obviously they don't want to get nailed for fucking legal reasons because <laughs> they have a lot of Scottish listeners hello by the way um, how's Jeanette McCranky doing in Scotland by the way or Nicholas Durdner she's really called you people don't like her at all anyway um, I haven't as we record this podcast this morning I have heard nothing from mum and dad so hopefully their day is going well but no doubt I'm going to hear about it later but as I said to you we're set to hear this morning record this podcast I have had no response by the email from them yet which I've been checking a couple times this morning but no doubt I'll get a phone call later on today did he he get an email back did did I hear back from them it's like I think it's just a generational thing to be honest you know I laugh at it now, but it's like, Mom, Dad, seriously, calm down. Mom's the biggest warrior in this planet. Like, seriously, you would not believe my the, the simplest shit in this world my mom stresses over. It's ridiculous. It really, really is. Even during COVID, she was even fucking worse. Like, everything she believed on TV was true. We literally had to give her a good shake and make her not fall down that route of being like a sheep and just falling in line. You know, it was ridiculous, but again, it's a generational thing, you know. They grew up in a generation where there was very little TV channels. Everything you saw in the nighttime or even in news, whatever, tea time, it was gospel. You know what I mean? Mum, mum's just, I always say to mum, like sometimes, mum, it's not 1974 anymore. Get out of that fucking time warp bubble and come into reality now. But again, as we speak right now, they are literally still in Edinburgh. I haven't heard nothing from them yet. So fingers crossed when they come back or I hear from them later, they'll probably be happy, have a good day and stuff. And I said to them, you know, I was sitting there on video call with them last night and I had the camera facing my big laptop and I had Google Maps on and street maps and stuff and telling them, write this down. This is where, well, we want to go and see this wee place. Hey, right, well, that's on that street. That's literally five minutes around the corner from there. But then by the time they get up this morning, they'll probably not even remember. I'm, I'm surprised they won't be on the phone today going, we're lost, what about the, and I've tried to show them how to use maps, I've tried to show them how to use different things, and even mum with her mobile phone, she's coming around here on Sunday, is all my apps updated, I mean mum, I showed you like 300 times how to, where to go on to, you go to Play Store, she's an Android phone by the way, Play Store, then you go up to the top where your wee logo is, where, your wee, where you're signed into your account, and you go to My Apps, and then it says to you, updates available, and then you just click on that there, and then go to update all, and it updates all your apps, the ones that need updated anyway at the time, 
Oh, I can't do that. Oh, God, I can't do that. <laughs> Fucking Moses. I give up. You know, <laughs> I just give up. Oh, I don't know. But no, hopefully, hopefully, now as we speak this morning, they're having a good time. But again, guys, just be careful, especially when you're booking your summer holidays or booking your trips away with your, your wife or your husband or your kids or your family, whatever. Just be very, very careful. Always read reviews as well because, you know, I have a few wee spots I go to quite a lot in Liverpool, which is great. And sometimes I change it up a wee bit and whatever else. But, I mean, I booked that place to them and, and I sat beside them when I booked it. But I'm the one that got the backlash because of their, their mistake, them people. You know, parents were like, oh, what are we doing? I was like, whoa, I didn't do nothing wrong. I sat and booked it. All I done was book it. You can't blame me. Blame the company. But, I mean, we went through everything and I showed them everything before I booked it. So, there's not much more I can do about it. But, again, I'll be totally honest with you. Mum's a real fuddy-duddy and she's a fussy fucker times like. But, that's just... I always say to mum, not everything's perfect. Not everything goes according to plan. Whenever you go on holiday, something always plips up or whatever. And you just have to adjust and move on. Like, every time I go away with the kids in the summer or whatever... Or we go away to Liverpool trips or whatever. Something crops up. There's nothing you can do about it. Mum, it's part of... Not everything's supposed to be perfect. Oh, my God. It's just that generation. You know, that generation just thinks everything's goes along lovely. And it's not like that anymore. <laughs> so hope, I'm hoping... I'm going to talk to you on Thursday again on the podcast. They've had a good trip because they're home on Thursday. So they are. And Lewis and I are away on Friday. Which I can't fucking wait to get to London on Friday. Friday morning, we're away to London, and I can't wait, so I can't, really can't wait, but anyway, I just thought I'd share that story with you, just always be careful when you're booking your place online, always remember, when you book it, just double check everything before you book it, because especially if you're booking it for your parents, love you mum and dad, <laughs> anyway, fuck me, oh gee whiz, but I'm not going forward to getting away on Friday, I can't freaking wait. I legitimately cannot wait to get away on Friday. I just just to get my head short for a few days. I'm missing a bit of preseason football back home, but sure. It's always nice to get a wee break, isn't it? Even if it's just for a couple of days. And then the weekend after we're away to uh Lewis and I are away to Port Rush, Port Stewart and Coleraine for more preseason football. And then uh uh, obviously in July as well we're going away on our summer holiday which I'm looking forward to so yeah I'm really looking forward to but anyway I just thought I'd share that lovely little story with you in today's podcast I hope around will be a bit but I just wanted to make this point obviously anybody there because it's the summertime especially like last minute breaks and stuff just make sure obviously you're, you're, you're looking at everything correctly and booking everything right because some places can mislead you it has happened to me once or twice before but again you know, just be very, very careful. Especially when you're booking holidays. Always use the, the places that are more reliable. Because there's a lot of websites out there that will rob you of money blind and obviously screw you out of a lot of money. So we do so. But here, before I do go on, I want to tell you one Arby quick story before we get into some of the Arby things as well. Um, your man, Logan Paul, and this, this drink prime that we've talked about, you've seen it on my YouTube channel, you've heard me talk about it on the, on the podcast, whatever. 
Uh, he announced a, a deal with Tesco. So now Tesco here in the UK are selling Prime along with Asda and Sainsbury's. So yesterday morning, my lovely little, sorry, Sunday, Lewis says to me, Dad, can we go to Tesco's Monday morning when it opens to get some Prime? And I thought, for the love of God, Lewis, seriously? Oh, but they're bringing the pink one into the UK and it's, it's this nice new flavour. And I thought, Lewis, we're going to London on Friday. You know, London's bound to have it somewhere. Normal, like a Tesco or an Asda. Plus, we're going to see Logan Paul live in person on Saturday night at the O2 Arena. And he's bound to be selling Prime at the event. I know, Dad, but I just really want to get some of It's like, right, okay. So, up, up we got a little bit earlier yesterday morning. Dan, I'm putting the vlog out today, but it actually you'll see. Where I was almost sticking Lewis into the fucking wheelie bin. But I... <laughs> <laughs> we took him over to get some Prime and stuff and we were the first one in the door and Tesco over here did not fucking have it. Nowhere within a 25-30 mile radius. And I just looked at him and went, you got me out of bed for this? Really? So yes, Tesco have launched Prime here in the UK. So a lot of the bigger chains are now selling it for normal prices so all those wee backstreet stores in the likes of the mainland England over here and all will be pretty much not selling it much longer for the extortionate prices they fucking charge you for it. Some of the ones we saw over in England a few weeks ago when we were there, about two months ago maybe, and some of the wee shops over here, I mean, I walked past, when I was in the the vlog I put up two weeks ago, Mum and Dad were, I were out in Asda, and I found a couple of them cans of Energy Prime, they were like two quid or something each, and I literally walked around the corner to one of them candy stores and they were selling the same fucking one, the same tin, for £8 a tin, and some bottles were 12 to 15 pound a ball for a drink. Some of these smaller stores are taking the absolute piss out of it. And I said to Lewis, we will never... Now, saying that there, I did pay four or five quid for one over the ice... Not ice pop, whatever it was, the, multi, the red, white and blue one. And where were we? Wigan? But I thought we were away. I'll, I'll treat them to a bottle of it, whatever. But now that the bigger stores are selling it for the, the basic retail price, a lot of these wee stores are going to struggle selling it now because of this. Or whenever it sells out because people are still fighting over it, which I think is fucking stupid. You know, one of our ex-goalkeepers played for the Welders up until last year. He was let go. So he, he was away to Miami with his missus on a week or two-week holiday. Was it Miami or Florida, wherever it was. I know it was either Miami, Florida or Orlando, whatever it was. And he sent me screenshots of... Walmart and stuff like that. And there's fucking hundreds and hundreds of bottles just sitting there. People are just going like, ah, oh, yeah, it's, it's prime, big deal. But over here, they're kicking the shit out of each other in shops and fighting the bit out there in the aisles to get some. What a load of crap. The novelty will wear off. But anyway, yes, Tesco have launched Prime here in the UK and Lewis obviously dragged my ass out of bed to go and get some, but we didn't get it. So, but anyway, moving on to stories at hand. What have I got for you today? <laughs> <laughs> Remember I said to you last week about Harry and Meghan About their fucking Spotify deal getting kicked to the curb And there was rumours going around that Netflix is going to kick them to the curb Apparently it's going to happen 40 million quid they're going to lose And now Spotify are wanting some of that money back from the pet Harry and Meghan Because Harry didn't produce any of the podcasts at all He wasn't even in any of them at all, full stop Maybe the first one maybe He was promising to do all these podcasts And he didn't bother his backside so there you go. Uh, these numpties are back on the roads again. Uh, now, I think this Just Stop Oil protesting 
window-licking fucking morons who superglue themselves to the road and trying to ruin people's lives and ruin events and stuff like that, or I think their little protests are being coming to the end. Did you see the video floating around the internet the other day of the copper? The cop up and fucking uh, getting them off the road, he was going to arrest them. And then yesterday, some guy drove his motorbike right through the middle of them, obviously not at them directly, just to get their signs off them and tore their signs to shreds and all. The public is now starting to fight back because they're fed up with their woke-up shite, their fucking moron, moronic behaviour where they're going around thinking the world stops for them and they can stand and stop traffic and act like complete morons well now the public's starting to fight back and I'm actually so glad to fucking see it because we've been talking about it here for a couple of weeks in the podcast and I am so so glad to see the people now starting to fight back um all right we've been talking about as well was it last week we were talking about this thing about these children being brainwashed in these woke schools across everywhere basically um, saying that they want to be identified as a cat, they want to be identified as a fucking whatever else, and this guy came out and said, well, if you want to be identified as a cat, I'll put you in a cat cage, I'll feed you whiskers, I'll give you milk, whatever. More stories have broke out saying that as, as my pupils are now telling teachers they're identifying themselves as foxes. What the fuck? See if that was my son or daughter, honestly. I would go through them like a hot knife through butter. I want to be known as a fox now, Dad, or a dinosaur, or a tree, or a cat or dog. I'd be looking at them going, really? You want to be what? Pupils is as young as 12 and 13 are doing this. So they are. Um, We story about this morning, actually made a few notes of it here. The story actually, sorry, it wasn't actually in England, it was in Scotland. Maybe my dad will bump into a few of them over there. My dad will fucking film. You want to be a fox? Do you really? Aye. It says here, I wrote a few notes down this morning from a story I was reading. Um, but apparently now Mr Sunak's involved, this clown, the Prime Minister now. Like he does fuck all, he's useless too. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has put pressure on teachers to clamp down on pupils identifying as cats, dinosaurs and even horses. Fuck me, Jesus, the world's going mad. I must be sleeping. Woke madness has spread across the UK... Uh, after a school people told their teacher now be known in the classes identified as a fox. A school town in Scotland has now left teacher unionist uh, reading by identity as uh, unnormal behaviour and they are afraid to now obviously challenge this because they might be classed as offensive. Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, Secondary school teachers face the fear of facing disciplinary action if they either deny or in deluge and... Uh, their claims and also refuse to teach them as they're refusing to teach them under the grounds of neither this behaviour is now getting out of hand. Ministers and councillors have now been told to act quickly to clear up uh, for teachers now to give them the power back to discipline these children who are literally, and for what I can read through the, the actual article here, basically taking the fucking piss and that's what's to be honest with you. This is where old school discipline need to be brought in. These wee fuckers need to be taught a lesson. Especially the ones who are going around nowadays and just getting away with fucking murder. Where's the old school discipline where a good old kick up the arse didn't fucking work or a clip around the ear? You know what I mean? Didn't do me any harm back in the day. Gee, Jesus Christ, if I can through if I stepped out of line, my dad would have kicked my fucking ass. Yeah, I'd have been grounded for months. And I'll tell you this for a fact now, guys, and you can judge me for this as a parent, I don't care. But see if Brick and Lewis were getting on like this, that behavior, they'd be grounded for a long time until they wind their neck in. Like, seriously? 
And again, I would do what that mom would do. I would, if I'm out shopping in Tesco again, I'm, I'm starting to buy dog food, whatever. And they're going, what are you buying all that for? Well, you want to be identified as a dog. So uh, two tins of this here and some dry food for that. And you want to be identified as a cat, right? Four tins of whiskers. We think a milk are for you. What do you want to be? You want to be a dinosaur? Right, trip up to the museum. You can go and sleep in the museum because dinosaurs no longer exist. But anyway, yes, this madness is continuing, and again, I've had a few years on at me about that, because I was reading through the messages I said last night, and some of you are actually laughing at it, which I don't blame you. I really, really don't know. It's just, it's fucking bonkers. I mean, where, hi, who do you blame for this shit? I mean, I see all this crap, this peer pressure shite on the internet, and... These fucking numpties I've seen on TikTok recently as well, like men dress as women sitting going, oh, you just have to be like this and do this. And the kids are looking at this and going, oh, I can do this and do that. I've always said a child's brain is like a sponge. It absorbs everything that it hears and sees. Hence why when a child's so tiny and small, it picks up everything that you see and do, your actions, your speech, everything like that. And if, if, the, if a child sees a mum and dad, for example being violent or in a home or drinking a lot and drugs and bad language, whatever else, they're going to automatically think, oh, this is the way to do it, so the kid will grow up the same. It's like I said a few months ago on this podcast, it's like when two numpties get together and have a baby, it becomes a fucking numpty. Then that goes out and meets another fucking numpty, and they get together and they have a baby, and it becomes a numpty. And it's just like an evolution of fucking numpties, as I call it. Stupid people. Kids' brains are like sponges. So they are. They absorbed a lot of things. And things nowadays for kids especially, the peer pressure put on children now because of the internet and everything else is just horrendous. And I see things like that now. Like, fuck me. Could you imagine me going to school 30 years ago and saying, Sir, don't speak to me. I am now identifying as a cat. See, by lunchtime, I'd have around the back of the bike shed getting the shit kicked out of me going... You, you creepy fucking weirdo. What are you playing at? You moron. You're a human being, you tit. And then what I got bullied and what I got laughed at, the teachers would have just looked at me and went, he would have just come over and clipped my ear and went, what do you say to me? You're a cat. Get out of my class. Sent straight to the principal's office. Then they would have phoned your parents and then your parents would have come up and kicked your ass and grounded you for a long time because you're acting like a tit. But you can't do that anymore. Because then all these big morons get offended. And then they go on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and cry about it and whinge and be a typical millennial. So, but who do you, who do you really blame for this behaviour? Like, who do you really point the finger at? I would love to hear from you guys and let me know what you think about that. It's crazy. Anyway... On the more chat here about vaccines, not COVID now, by the way, guys, in case you're wondering, oh, fuck, he's talking about COVID again. No, 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 no. It says here now, apparently, studies have, have come out now saying that cancer vaccines that shrink tumors could be in the, within the next five years or so. Now, can a lot of people actually trust vaccines, obviously, after all the COVID shite over the last three years? Um, but it's now come out saying here that a, tr- a treatment that can possibly shrink tr- tumors, I am speak this morning, and stop cancer from coming back could be ruled out in the next five years. Um, scientists have been working on this for quite a few years now, and it's also at the turning point now where this could be possibly released into the world. Um, also, treatments and vaccines will be available, and they aren't traditional vaccines for prevent prevents the de- disease, sorry, which prevent disease, but not stop it from getting worse and returning. So, 
again, but they've been working on these vaccines for years, apparently, and everybody knows, obviously, there's a lot of research goes into cancer and all the time and whatever else, but, see, they still haven't got a, a vaccine for that yet, but they can pull out a fucking COVID vaccine in six months. Makes you scratch your head and wonder, doesn't it? So it does, it really, really does scratch your head and make you wonder. So it does. Um, what else have I got for you today? Uh, let's have a look here through my notes. What have I got? Um... Vladimir Putin seems to be popping up in the news quite a bit. Um, he's obviously, you know, obviously Russia's at war with Ukraine at the moment and stuff. We all know that there's been going on for quite a while now and everything else. But he seems to be popping up in the news quite a bit. A lot of people have been asking me, even off the podcast, whatever, and just in general, you know, do you think Putin will still be around in a couple of years? A lot of people are saying he's digging his own grave and stuff and there's this whole fiasco going on with Vladimir Putin at the minute. What's like actually going on? And... I don't really pay much attention to it, to be quite honest with you, but, you know, when you're involved in a position that he's in, you hear a lot of stories, especially from the past years ago. Remember the likes of Hitler and all them boys, where they end up? You know what I mean? So, but, obviously, you, just, you hear about it, I've just been hearing quite a lot about him recently, but here's a funny one for you. Uh, any drivers out there? Uh, apparently UK drivers have been warned now apparently this week that they're at risk of a £5,000 fine if they're wearing sunglasses while driving. Drivers caught wearing sunglasses can be slapped with a large fine of up to five grand, according to the Highway Code. I found this wee story this morning. I actually thought of bringing it up for drivers out there. Despite sunglasses helping prevent the sun from blinding drivers, the Highway Code enforces that drivers should stop and stop or slow down when affected by sunshine. There you are. So experts warn, while many believe sunglasses uh, heighten road safety, they may be in fact a risk due to the blinding glare by low light and reflection from puddles or oncoming traffic. It's now comes into play now that apparently people uh, will be fined up to £5,000 for wearing sunglasses. But what are those drivers out there who wear those glasses that look like sunglasses, but they're not their actual proper, like, prescription glasses from like spec savers or something like that there you know what I mean well, you only get stopped by that and saying oh you gotta fucking take them off you know what I mean the road, the road rules now are just crazy you know even doing driving tests and all now are absolutely insane I remember years ago I should have done my driving test when I was 17 because there was no like you know written test or there was no theory test back then it was like literally you done your driving lessons until the point where you were ready to go and then you done your driving test in the car with your instructor and that was it. Now you obviously got to do all these different theory tests and all these new rules and stuff. It's just absolutely bonkers. So it is. But any drivers out there this summer, if you're caught wearing your sunglasses, you will be fined up to £5,000 apparently. So it will be. I've actually seen a story again that we were talking about this a few months ago in the podcast about people taking their dogs to the beaches during the summer not being allowed. Yeah, I was reading the story. Apparently, someone in England got a fine for taking their dog to the beach. Really? It's the fucking summer. But then they say it's a nuisance because people are on the beaches and dogs are going over and torturing people and stuff. Well, if they're on a lead, it's not going to be the case. They're just out walking their dog in the heat. Well, not that there's any heat at the moment. Like, it's fucking on and off. Like a, you get four seasons in one day here in Northern Ireland sometimes. But yeah, I've seen a person there actually get fined. So, these laws are going up the fucking left, to be quite honest with you. Oh, I don't know. I give up. I really, really do. Here, 
Sorry to bring up Harry and Meghan again, but I saw a funny story the other day where apparently Meghan wants to change her surname to Spence. Spence being the surname of Harry and William's mum, her maiden name, before she married Charles. Remember she was called Diana Spence. Could you imagine the backlash we get from that? Anything for attention. Anything for attention. Anyway, anybody out there who was fans of Brexit or hated Brexit or liked Brexit, me personally, I didn't even give a shit, to be honest. But uh, as you all know, Gibraltar apparently is part of, well, no, part of the UK um, and stuff like that there. But it's now been announced this morning that Spain has launched a bid to seize control of Gibraltar's airport and a move which could uh, change post-Brexit arrangement with Madrid. Now, you all know Gibraltar is near Spain, but it's part of the UK... I'm going to put up a sword I'm looking for. I can't even remember now. But uh, yeah, there's a whole big argument going on over there at the minute. Now, but Gibraltar seems a very, very nice place. Um, obviously, it's under the, the, the UK banner. It's, it's basically classed as part of the UK. They use the UK money. They spend pounds instead of like euros and whatever else. You know what I mean? But apparently, there's a whole big debate going on about the airports and stuff at the minute. I actually wouldn't mind going to Gibraltar just to see what it's like. I know people who've been there and they said it's, an, it's a nice wee spot to go away and, you know, just go away and have a nice wee time there. Apparently it is lovely. Um, there's not very many people in there. But, again, it's uh, apparently it's a nice spot. So there's a whole big ongoing the, the argument there at the minute. So, but here, I wanted to bring this up before we get into the questions today, guys. Remember we were talking about this before and I've been talking about, like people coming into this country illegally over the last lot of weeks and stuff and I've been talking about that and you all know and a lot of you have been getting in touch with me about that which I think is great and I love hearing from different people and their experiences and stuff like that there you know people coming in off them boats in Dover people coming into their country staying in hotels people were worried and concerned and it's been the story that was floating around was it last year that apparently they were going to be putting a lot of them on the flights to Rwanda there was like a contract that apparently Bumble and Boris agreed with all Emmons and there was a whole big contract for them to go to Rwanda. Well, it's come out now, listen to this here. I think this is a load of fucking shite. I think this is just an excuse to stop, to stop the whole Rwanda question because people are still asking questions. You were supposed to put them on these flights to Rwanda and you haven't bothered your ass. What's going on? The Home Office has now come out and said that Rwanda flights cost 169 grand per person to transport them from the UK to Rwanda. Are you having a fucking Jimmy Giraffe? Or a laugh, as I call it? Internal Home Office statistics has estimated that deporting a migrant to Rwanda could cost a taxpayer 169 grand a year per person. There's nearly a thousand of them coming in here a week. I've never heard such stupid bullshit in my life. Meanwhile, processing and supporting for migrants... For four years in the UK has been estimated at 106,000. Should all the 11,000 migrants that have arrived by small boats so far this year be deported, the reported estimates of cost would be 1.8 billion. Um, Just don't let them into the country in the fucking first place. If they're illegal, send them back where they came from. But instead, the harbour police and all them boats are bringing them all in and taking them into a nice five-star hotel and giving them all these meals and best of clothes and best of this and best of that. And there's families out there who can't even get shit and can't rub two pee together. I've talked about this before and the veterans on the street can't even fucking get a roof over their head. But these ones are coming. Yeah, come on in, sure. 
seen an R video two days ago, the weekend there, of them sitting on the video and putting it on TikTok, laughing, laughing at the UK, laughing at us, saying that they're going to get this, we're going to have a new home, we're going to have this, we're going to get that. And there's people like war heroes and families are struggling, people living in hostels, can't even get home, and these motherfuckers are coming in. Like, guys, I've, I'm not being racist or nothing, but I've made my point clear on this podcast many a time. If you come into this country, the UK, to work and pay your tax like everybody else, and you have no intentions of coming in and bringing any type of violence or, you know, coming into this country to cause issues or whatever, like, look at that fucking guy in France. He travelled into France and he went on a shooting spree in the fucking park a few weeks ago. We talked about that. You know, different things. Like I, I have no issues. I have friends from different countries all around this world. I've got Spanish friends, French friends, Filipino friends. You know, I know people who are Pakistani. I know people who are Indians. I know, no, I have no issues with that. But there's a lot of them coming in here at the minute. And they're like grooming, trying to groom young girls. They're trying to do drugs. They're taking the piss. They don't want to work. They just want everything fucking handed to them. And, is it, and, and it just drives me insane. You know what I mean? And, and you hear about all these grooming gangs in the UK and over here too as well. You know, because there's a hotel nearby where I was and there was a few of them arrested for trying to groom wee girls. And there was a few of them arrested for stealing and a few of them for carrying fucking machetes. Like there's one I saw in... Where was it I saw it in England? Or was it over... It was in Korean over here. Was it a guy over here I think it was or wherever it was in England? Running down the street with a machete. Going bonkers. I'm like... I, oh, <sighs> this world is going mad. But they're now saying apparently all this policies now for Rwanda, which they said they were going to do, and they haven't done it. And our lie from our wonderful government here in the UK. No fucking surprise. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. Because you know something? The amount of lies that they've told us over the last couple of years is just baffling. And, you know... <sighs> I, I, it's going to continue unless something gets put into place and it stops now because it is getting ridiculous now. So it is. It really is getting absolutely ridiculous. So, yeah. But all that amount of money for, you know, to bring one person in, 169 grand, what a load of shit. Anyway, enough of that. Let's get into some of your questions and emails here, guys, because I've got quite a few to go through. I want to open up Instagram first today and have a wee look around to see what I've got for you here today. So let's have a wee look here. Okay, first one here on Instagram here from David and Paul. It's a mix. It's a message from obviously David's account, but it's from from see the bottom of the message here. It says from David and Paul. It says, "Hey Matthew, just wanted to ask you a bit of advice. We've been listening to your podcast for the last couple of weeks." And have heard you on two occasions encouraging people to set up their own podcasts. We have been trying to get some information on how about going and setting up our own podcast about fishing. Okay. Fishing. I've been fishing since I was a wee boy. What's your thoughts on this here? How do we go about it? Could you possibly help us at all or even send us across some information on how to get started? Only problem is we were kind of nervous setting up our own podcast and talking about fishing, but we are very passionate about it as we have been fishermen since we were small boys. We're now into our 30s and would love to do something about it. We even considered setting up a YouTube channel and doing some videos of our fishing trips 
with our uncles and our friends on fishing boats and along the lakesides as well. Could you possibly give us some more information on this? Thanks for taking the time to read this message. Okay, well certainly, if you want to do, like I said to those other two people the other week, um, one was about, I think, passionate about cars, and the other, if I remember, was a person passionate about, I can't even remember now, off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're passionate about fishing, and this is what you want to do, do it. I keep telling everybody the same thing. I'll reply to your message on Instagram today, and I'll, I'll obviously show you, you know, how to get set up and stuff, but... Honestly, if this is what you want to do, guys, I get messages all the time about people asking me about wait, setting up YouTube and setting up podcasts and stuff like that. If it's something that you want to do and you're really passionate about it and you want to do it and you you, you want to get an audience and you want to get a following, just do it. You know, who cares what other people think? If people's giving you a hard time about it and saying, oh, it's a bit stupid, no, what are you doing that for? Just do it. Just who cares what the haters think? Just do it anyway. You know, and fishing, good God, I haven't been fishing in years. Well, a lot of times I've done a bit of fishing. Um, the last time I'd done fishing was actually with my dad and one of his friends at the time. We used to sit down at the pier in, in Bangor here a long time ago. Now you're talking, this was like the 90s, guys. Um, I have a cousin of mine who you've saw my vlogs a few times over the years. Um, I know he does a bit of fishing too. He's very, very good at his fishing. Um, cousin of mine, Robert, haven't saw for a while, actually. He, uh, he enjoys doing a bit of fishing. He goes away on fishing trips and all too as well, so... But I mean, if it's something that you're passionate about, then certainly, you know, go for it. You know, I'll, I'll reply to you today. And once you get set up and stuff, if you give us a wee, um, a wee message again, that let us know, obviously, if you've set it all up and stuff, and I'll certainly give it a listen. Um, because at the end of the day, you know what I mean? If you're passionate about something, go and, go and do it. Just don't let anybody hold you back. So, but good luck, lads, and I hope it works out for you. I'll uh, reply to your wee message uh, today when I get off the podcast and stuff. So, um, but yeah. Thanks for that, I appreciate it. Right, let's get into another one here from, where are we here? Kathy. Kathy has sent me a message on Instagram today saying, Hey Matthew, I've been loving watching your videos over the last lot of years, especially seeing your kids grow up throughout the years. Your son and daughter should be a credit to you, they have turned out to be some beautiful children. But here's a question for you. Are you looking forward to one day being a granddad? Oh Jesus Christ, I was actually talking about this funny enough the other day to a friend of mine. Um, what would your reaction be whenever your first grandchild comes along? I know it's obviously a long way away, but what would your reaction be to that? Thanks for taking the time. <laughs> Thank you for reading my message. I appreciate it. Love your podcast as always every week. But just thought I'd ask you this question just to see what your thoughts would be on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It'd be a grand... I used to get a friend of mine or about that. When you become a, a, a grandparent, it's different because whenever the kids play up with your, your own kids, you have to like live with it and put up with it and all. But whenever it's not your kids anymore, you can hand them back. Here you go. Here's your child. Your child's going bonkers. Take your child back. Nah, I'm only kidding. Do you know something? Whenever you first become, this is my experience, right? When I first became a dad, I, I automatically thought right away, especially when Burke was coming along first when I found out she was a girl. I was thinking, right, I'm going to take every moment I can with this because at the end of the day, when they grow up and eventually have their own babies, it'll be in no time at all. It'll fly by so quickly. And you think about it, you know, your own kids growing up, they're getting married and having babies themselves and all that, and you think, oh, that's never going to happen. Maybe ones will stay small forever. Brooke's 18 this year, guys, and she's working hard to get herself her job and her first place when she moves out eventually, whenever age that's going to be. And <sighs> You know what I mean? So 
yeah, I, 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 that time of being a granddad is now coming closer than what it was years ago. Because again, Brooke will probably be like me. She'll probably be settled and married in her early 20s and have a good job and have a roof over her head and stuff. So that time is getting closer and closer compared to what it was like, say, 10 years ago. The time was by so bloody quick, guys. I tell people that all the time, especially when they have newborn babies and stuff. I always tell them, like, listen, enjoy every moment you have with them kids' ears because they grow up far, far, far too quick. But the day I never become a granddad, I mean, obviously it's going to be emotional. Like, jeez, I remember the time I told my dad whenever he became, he was coming a granddad, it was so funny. I don't even know why I told this story or not on the podcast, but I'll tell you it anyway. Because we're on the subject of babies. But anyway, when I was getting when I was getting married back in 2005, I know, all those years ago, can't believe it's been that long. Um, Back then, like before we were coming up to the wedding, I think it was a week or so, week or two before the wedding, Mom, Dad, myself, my brother Tony, who was a lot younger, he was still 15 at the time, and my ex-wife, well, she didn't be my wife at the time, and myself, we all went out for a meal. And we're all just sitting there, and me and Dad and ordered a steak, and Tony ordered whatever he had, and Mum and we're all sitting there waiting, talking about the wedding and stuff like that, and all. their mum just cracked a joke, I think it was a week before the wedding. Cracked the joke when my dad was about to put a mouthful of steak in his mouth and says, I sure I'm eating for two now anyway, as a joke. And dad near choked on a steak. It was so funny. And we still laugh about it to this day. <laughs> and then the week or week and a half or a week after that, we went and got married. And then we went to win our honeymoon where obviously she fell pregnant with Brooke. Uh, no wasting time here. <laughs> and then it was like a week or two later after that. Whenever we went and done the tests and stuff like that there. Um, and dad was actually in his mum's bathroom. re helping retile her bathroom at the time. Whenever I came in and told him. And he looked at me and went. Oh, you're full of shit. You're not, she's not fucking pregnant. Yeah, it's funny enough like four weeks ago. You were standing there. She was eating for two nights. You fucking is. <laughs> and he just looked at me. And he went. Well, me, you're a scud dad. And he went. What? And my dad obviously got a wee bit. He wasn't so much emotional back then compared to what he can get now, like as he's got older. But and then when I told mum, she was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be a granny." But how am I going to react? Probably be, you know. But thing is, I always say to my kids, you know, live your life first before you finally settle and have babies and get married and all. You know, go and live your life, have your all your holidays and. Build your own wee home up and create a lot of memories for yourself first and then go on and have kids. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't, I don't ever regret having kids. I I got married at 23 in, like in the February that year and my birthday, I turned 24 in July and then Brooke was born in November. It was quite a fucking year for me last year. Um, but again, I always say to my kids, like, go and live your life. Live your life first before... You settle down, have kids, not there. But Brooke's been telling me this while, and I've been I was saying the same thing when I was hurried as well at seventeen, eighteen. You know, I want to get married in my early twenties, maybe twenty three, twenty four, have babies, not there. So whenever they do grow up, I'm only in my early forties. I'm starting to get my life all back again. So, but when that day comes, if Brooke walks in here at like twenty four, twenty five, pregnant, married, whatever, I probably will shed a few wee tears. I'll still be vlogging by then. By the way, could you imagine that day? Fuck me. I mean, as I said to you a couple weeks ago, guys, I've been working on an 18th birthday video for Brooke at the minute, and I'm like halfway through it, and it's really breaking my fucking heart making it because she screwed up so much over the years. But anyway, um, to answer your question, the day I ever become a granda, it's going to be 
probably one of those days in your life that you're never going to never going to forget. But I always say to her, don't make me a young grand. I don't want to be a young grand. I wait till I'm like 50 and then I'll, that'll be okay. Then she laughs. And then Lewis is the same too. But then Lewis is not mentioning anything about them about growing up and having kids. All he wants to do is grow up and get his education and have a good job. That's all I'm getting from Lewis at the minute. But anyway, it's another story for another day. But thanks for your, your, your question. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, the day I become a grander. Flip me. But at least I can hand them back. And they'll be getting the phone calls from her or her him at night going, What do I do with this child? It's driving me nuts. Do what I do. Suck it up, buttercup, and get on it. <laughs> you have to. It's part of being a parent. Right, I'll do one more Instagram and then I'll move on. One more message and then I'll go on to the old Facebook here. Let's have a look here and see. Where are we here? Right, I've one here from... Noreen? Noreen. Yes, Noreen. Okay, Noreen is from Hull. Oh, Noreen's from Hull in the UK. Hello, Noreen. How are you doing? How are you? She writes me a message here saying, Hey, Matthew, just wanted to say to you that I love your podcast. I am recently retired from working as a nurse for years for the NHS. I worked over 40 years for the NHS and came across your podcast a few months ago. I've noticed that you've talked about recently all about the whole time of the pandemic, nurses being underpaid, undertreated, strikes, etc., etc., etc. I myself have worked for years as a nurse for the NHS, and during the time of the COVID pandemic, it was nothing but an absolute nightmare, being mistreated, overworked, underpaid, and more. But enough of that. Your podcast really cheers me up every week, and I love listening to it with my husband in the garden. Just wanted to say hi and keep up the good work. We've also tried to start watching some of your YouTube videos. I must say, your children are very, very beautiful and you should be very proud of them. Keep up the good work. P.S. I never realised there was as many videos on your YouTube channels with first thought. <laughs> okay. Noreen. Um, well, first of all, thank you for your, um, your time as a nurse and helping people throughout the years of your career in the NHS. Yes, during the NHS, uh, the, the pandemic, I felt so sorry for nurses and doctors. That's why a lot of them actually quit because they were being overworked and underpaid. Um, but thank you for your taking your time to listen to the podcast every week. I do appreciate it. Um, happy retirement. Hope you really enjoy it. It's a long time before I can retire. Unless I become a millionaire or something, which I'd love to one day, but can't see that happening anytime soon. Um, not that I'm really in a hurry for it. Like Little things in life make me happy. But yeah, I'm sure obviously you were stressed out and worked overworked at the time, but obviously you're retired now. So yeah, thank you very much for um, listening to the podcast, the program. And yes, there is a lot of videos on there. A lot of videos, like nearly two and a half thousand nearly. So happy viewing. <laughs> Enjoy. You'll see a lot of stuff on there that sometimes I look back at and go, what the fuck was I vlogging at the time? Seriously, what was I actually vlogging? Unbelievable. Um, right, let's go into some Facebook messages here and see what I've got here. Um, I've actually, I'm, I'm more prepared today than what I normally am. Um, right, one here from Graham. Graham has wrote to me saying, Hi Matthew, hope you're keeping well. I'm sure you're glad it's the summertime now as your kids finish for another year of school. Do you have much plans over the summer? Because normally you do have a lot of plans, summer holidays, etc., but do you have more plans this year compared to previous years? I'm so glad that the kids are now finished for the summer. No more early rises in the morning for the kids. 
that is true, but I still have to burn in the morning anyway. Um, but just wanted to know, do you have multiple plans for this summer? Looking forward to all your summer vlogs with your kids, whether on holiday, beaches, trips, etc., etc. Love watching all your videos. Haven't listened, to, haven't not, sorry, listened to much of your podcasts, but I must sit down and listen to them as they are. No, no, they're probably as good as your vlogs are. Okay, Graham, well, thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. Um, yes, obviously, summer holidays coming up. Massive vlogs coming up this weekend where Lewis and I go to London, baby. Don't know why I keep saying that, but I do. Every time I say it in the house, Brooke laughs and goes, who do you think you are, Joey from Friends? Um, yeah, off to London this weekend. Then we're home for a couple of days. And then we're, we're away to Coleraine, Portster, Port Rush for a few days. And then after that, we're heading on our summer holiday. And then at the end of August, we're heading to London again for the Wembley Stadium, Lewis and I, for AEW. Wrestling at Wembley Stadium, so we've got quite a lot on over the summer. No doubt we'll do more road trips, we might do a couple of nights away somewhere, we'll be doing beach days, we'll be doing everything else. Well, that's a guess until the Northern Ireland weather decides to fucking change, which I hope it does because the last few days I've had like four seasons in a day. You know, the broadcast, the news saying, it's going to be lovely sunshine with 24 degrees and you open outside and it's a fucking blizzard. Yeah, typical Northern Ireland. But yes, Graham, thank you very much. Uh, I do appreciate your message. It means a lot. Um, right, here we go. Uh, going to the normal here Facebook sent from Melissa. Melissa has said to me, Matthew, what is your thoughts on this Titanic situation? Ever since it was announced that those people have passed away, I've seen nothing but a lot of jokes and nasty comments all around the internet. Have you seen much of this yourself? I think it's terrible that those five people have passed away and I think it was horrible that such, with such technology nowadays those poor people were not rescued and brought back to the surface. What's your thoughts on this? Okay, Melissa, um, I have seen a lot of the, the funny stuff knocking about. Well, not so funny, sorry, should I say. People sending around memes and pictures and jokes and, you know, at the end of the day it is terrible the fact that people lost their lives and again, yes, with the technology nowadays people should be obviously, you know, recovered. Um, we talked about it in depth the other day on the podcast where we were saying about, you know, there was people there that were brought into place to get them out, but then the Americans were blocking it and there was a whole big clusterfuck. There's apparently a federal investigation about it all now too as well, but Melissa, it's, it's it's so, so sad. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I've seen jokes going around on like Facebook and stuff like that within about fucking four or five hours of recording the podcast and putting out the details about it and all, which is absolutely crazy. But I mean, it's mental. So it's so, so sad as well. It's such a sad, sad story. But thanks for your message. I'll do another one here on Facebook from uh, look here. Alan. Alan says, Hi, Matthew. Just wanted to see if you could do us a favour, my friend. Could you possibly give a, a 25th wedding anniversary shout-out to my partner, Laura, and myself? We've been married for 25 years. We've been together for 31 years. We have a wonderful family who are very supportive, and we love them all. We love listening to your podcast. We're going to want to see if you could give a shout out to yourselves. Okay, well, Alan and Laura, happy wedding anniversary. 25 years. Long, long time. Long, long time. But this, guys, I hope you have a great anniversary. Thank you for listening to the podcast as always. I do appreciate it. Um, obviously, say you have a loving family and, and everything else. So I hope these are spoiled rotten, for, especially for yourself. Is it, it's silver, then gold, and then platinum anniversary, isn't that right? So silver is your 25th. I hope your family spoils you rotten, does something for you special, maybe sends you away to a nice big hotel, or you just go away somewhere and love you to celebrate it. 
I really do hope that um, you have a great 25th wedding anniversary. For like 25 years is a long time. So it is. It's a long, 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 long time. So it is. Right, let's get into one more before I go. Right. I've one here from Lisa and her partner, Norman. So they wrote to me on Facebook saying, Matthew, just wanted to say hi. Love the podcast. Could you possibly give a shout out to our young son who has turned 20 this week? He adores you as your YouTube videos and your podcast. And I was wanting to see if we could possibly give him a shout out. He turned 20 this week and it would mean the world to him. Okay, well, happy 20th birthday. Um, thank you for watching videos and podcasts and whatever else. I uh, hope you have a great birthday. One more year to your big one, your 21st birthday. <sighs> 20. God, I remember when I was 20. I didn't do very much when I was 20. I was always working. Like, work, 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 work. That's all I'd done when I was 20. Fully energy and young and fit and healthy. Not so much now. <laughs> well, happy birthday to you. I hope you have a great birthday. Thank you for listening to the podcast and the videos. And it really does mean a lot. Speaking of um, birthdays and stuff like that, there, I've seen a lot of stuff this morning online. Like people, or not birthdays, sorry, people like coming up for the summer and stuff like that. There, I've seen a lot of like stuff on social media. Speak of the schools and all finishing this week for the summer holidays. No, I can't believe it's the summer already. It's flown by so quickly. I mean, Lewis finishes school tomorrow. He, he, he um, you know, he's at school today and then he's off tomorrow and it's him finished till the su- end of the summer and he's now going into year 11, which is like fourth form or fourth year in, in high school, which is incredible. It's fucking scary, man. You know, he starts his GCSEs and all next year, but I've seen a lot of people popping up on my personal Facebook and all like saying goodbye to primary school and starting secondary school and finishing secondary school and finish starting their, their ending their first year in primary one or starting their last year at nursery and get into primary school. It's just crazy the way so many kids grow up so quickly so it is and the summers are, are, are going by so quick as well so that's why I've decided I want to have a good summer this year and have a bit, have a lot of fun so I do so there you go right that is going to bring us to the end of the questions guys thank you very much as always for tuning into the podcast I will let you know on Thursday how mum and dad are getting on because no doubt I'll probably hear from them later on today at some point they'll probably be wearing me shortly going oh my god it's raining all day or something happened or I actually said to them last night, you should just go down to one of the local Weatherspoons and get pissed. <laughs> and Dad, when I can't drink, I've just had a heart attack, I'm recovering. I says, I know, take her down, get her pissed, and then she passes out and she'll give you peace. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm going to go here. So, yes, stay tuned for that vlog coming up on the channel today. It'll probably be available when I have a time you listen to this on um, all the sources you're listening to the podcast on right now. It's about the prime thing yesterday with Lewis. And I'll actually get to show you in that vlog as well some of the crazy weather we've had here the last few days as well. Some of the rain's been absolutely bonkers. But as I'm sitting here now looking at the window again, it looks like it's about to empty again for the rain. So and I got to go to football tonight in Belfast. So I do. The new kit's getting launched tonight. So it's going to go up and make all them footballers look like superstars again. The joys. This is what I love football. I love football absolutely adored so guys don't forget on Thursday we've got the Jackass of the Week coming out so if you have any suggestions for the Jackass of the Week certainly drop us an email at yahoo.com and contact me on social media who do you think the Jackass of the Week should be this week uh, I've got a few suggestions already but I'd love to hear from obviously you guys and drop your questions in as well I'd love to hear from you too as well on Thursday's episode 2 it was available on the usual sources which are why you're listening to us here on 
Spotify, Apple Music, um, YouTube, TuneIn Radio as well. And also don't forget, Moor Army merchandise is now available, the new stuff. Um, the new Moor Army podcast t-shirts are available for men, women and children. And also the new Moor Army and Lewis's t-shirt, or t-shirt is now available. Um, we're going to be dropping more t-shirts and more stuff over the next 24 to 48 hours for sure. So by Thursday there could be more stuff on the moorarmy.co.uk website, so stay tuned for that. Um, we're trying to get more summer stuff done too as well for the likes of girls. No way girls wear them, like, what do you call them, like crop top, half top things they wear like when it's warm days. We're trying to get them made as well. Brooke's actually doing a bit of input into them as well, trying to give me some ideas and designs for you girls out there and women who like to wear tops like that when you say you're out at the beach or whatever it is in your summer time, whatever, you're going to work out in the gym, things like that. All these stuff is going to be available on mirrorarmy.co.uk. Right, I'm going to go. So guys, until Thursday, enjoy your Tuesday and Wednesday, and I will see you back here on Thursday for another episode of the Mirror Army podcast. Thanks for listening, guys.